contenders. And I tell you who are serious contenders at the Cricket World Cup in India. And that is the Black Caps who sit alongside India and South Africa as the only unbeaten team so far. It has been brilliant to watch from wherever you are in the world. Taking in all the colour, the madness, the passion of the cricket mad country is former Black Caps Simon Dool. Dooley, thank you so much for joining us on the show. Tell us what it's actually like over there. Morning, Kirsty. Morning, Beaver. Um, great. Look, it's magnificent. Whenever you come to India for a, a World Cup, an IPL, um, the colour, everything around it is, um, it, it's all about India, I will say. Um, everywhere you go, you see photos <laughs> of Virat Kohli and, uh, and Rohit Sharma and, and Boomer and the likes, but um, there is a sprinkling of uh, faces from other countries at some of the airports that you go to. But it's look at the passion in this country is much like what you guys are experiencing now, I think, and what we experienced uh, in New Zealand for the Rugby World Cup as well and the Cricket World Cup in 15. It, it's it's amazing. Everyone's in behind it. Everybody wants India to win, obviously. But um, for the most part, it's it's been pretty good so far from, as you said, New Zealand, South Africa. Um, and the Aussies finally got on the board last night, which will have pleased a few of their fans too. Well, they needed a little bit of sporting hope, didn't they, uh, from both their cricketing <laughs> side uh, and their rugby team at the moment. But we won't rub it in. Uh, there have been some shocks so far this tournament. England continue to crash out. Um, and what a surprise Afghanistan were, who's our next match. Should we be a little worried? Or are England just bad um, at the moment? England w were pretty bad, to be fair. I did that game the other night up in uh, Delhi, and it was it was a crazy performance. What you think about Afghanistan time and time again is if they get enough runs, if they can put you know that 270 to 300 on the board, their spinners certainly can take control. They've got three world-class spinners. I mean, Majib would probably make most sides um, in, in this World Cup. Rashid would make every side. Uh, in the World Cup, and Muhammad Nabi would, would be close to most of them as well. So that's the quality that they possess. They've always struggled to get enough runs on the board. And the other night we saw that they did, um, even against you know against the quality England side, uh, they just put them under pressure. Uh, and that's all you've got to do. Once you lose a wicket or two, you're a, you're a defending champion, which is never easy. Uh, you know, they, all the talk when you go into these tournaments, when you've won the last one, is about we're not defending anything. We're going there to win another title. Um, we're the same as every other side. But the pressure on the defending champion is always there. And I think England have started to feel it. And, you know, Joss Butler's probably feeling it post-Owen Morgan era, which was so successful. He's the new skipper and things just haven't turned out well. So should we be worried? Uh, they're not a side that we should lose to but um they are a good side and if they get a, a, you know if they bat first and that's the way they want to play they want to bat first every game put runs on the board and then use their spitters to control and constrict the, the opposition so i would think um we'll be a little more wary having seen them beat england but we shouldn't necessarily be worried they are a team that we should beat not guaranteeing that we will beat them Dooley, uh, great to have you on, mate. Great to hear from you there from India. But, uh, mate, I was following the game here on Crick Info the other day when, when the King Kane was back in action. And from the man who's pulled off the greatest knee rehab in the history of sport to then get done over by a wayward throw, uh, how unlucky can we be? And are we going to see him again? Well, it seems like it's the tournament he's destined not to play, Beaver. It's sort of one of those... <laughs> It's just crazy, isn't it? When things like happen, you know, you know what it's like, mate, in sporting situations where you, you, you do everything you possibly can and then some stupid little thing happens to keep you away from it or out of it again. 
and yeah. he did all the rehab he could possibly do. He was sitting in, you know, cryo chambers and getting every bit of expert <laughs> advice. And he, he had his plan was just absolutely spot on all the way through. And then he, you know, that the other night I was watching it thinking, how does that happen? He was run out by a yard if he'd actually, if it had hit the stumps. And he was kind of <laughs> thinking, geez, I hope this hits the stumps because he looked gassed as well. He was so tired, uh, you know, and, and the heat of a game is so different to the, the sort of the what you go through in the practice nets and and on the practice field as well so he just looked tired but when he was batting he actually looked really good and you were kind of thinking okay he's back everything's going to be okay he had a, a few moments with his knee but jeepers uh, you know that thumb fracture he looked really awkward afterwards i'm glad he went off and got an x-ray because it didn't look good it's proven to be three weeks which you know might bring him back for the last game and then maybe the semi-finals and finals. I think New Zealand's last game is around about the 8th, 9th, 10th of uh, October. So that's around about that two and a half to three week mark away. I just don't know. I, I don't, if he comes back, it will be almost another miracle, I think. Um, having seen Tim Southey's thumb and what he's been through and, and sort of has made it back here, well, it might give a few some hope. Well, I mean, you talk about what's what's coming up to, and obviously the semi-finals are exactly where we're on course for. But what obviously we have got Afghanistan, then then you look at some fairly big encounters, mate. From what you've seen of the Black Caps, it's hard not to believe that they're they're well positioned and, and well equipped to deal with the big guns that are coming. Yeah, they are. It's just one of those tournaments where it, you know you can get on a roll early because of the teams you play. Obviously, that win against England was huge for us, uh, but then we played. You know, we play a couple of teams that we should win. So those are the situations yep. where you've got to get those points on the board early. And, and these types of competitions where it's round robin, then you are going to come up against a, a pretty tough run post that. So, you know, Afghanistan up and then we play India, which is a huge game up in Durham, Charlotte. We've got Australia in Durham, Charlotte. The great thing about New Zealand's draw, I think, guys, is that they actually get two games in, in the same place th on three different occasions. Mm. So back-to-back -back games in Chennai, back-to-back -back games in Dharamshala, and then they get back-to-back -back games in Bangalore uh, at the back end of the tournament. So the, the draw has been very kind to them as far as travel is concerned, because traveling around this country can be a mission. Uh, it, it's a pretty much a daily effort. By the time you're up in the morning early from your hotel, through the traffic to get to the airports, the, the, the chaos at an airport over here is, is second to none. And so you're talking five, <laughs> six, seven hours of travel, no matter where you go. And and I think New Zealand have been very, very, or the draw has been very kind to New Zealand. But yeah, those games against um, India, Australia, South Africa, and then Pakistan, um, you know, that's four games that New Zealand would love to win two of. I think if they could pull off two of those wins, that's pretty much good enough for a semi-final. And mate, as far as the squad goes, obviously Judah, Kane, and, and obviously Salvi's issues, and uh, there's been it's not huge tinkering, but it's just been slight changes as far as the uh, every game goes. Is, is that a case of we actually do have some brilliance, brilliance in the depth category for for the first time in probably a long time, as far as the the fifteen that we've got there? Yeah, it was an interesting selection, sort of around you know when they left Marty Gupta out over a year ago, and they, and. Um, they sort of went down a couple of different paths for, for a new opening batters. They settled on Will Young, and then obviously Rutch and Ravindra threw a bit of a spanner in the works, to be honest, in their warm-up games, and then and then replacing Kane at number three. 
and scoring that 100 against England. So therefore, they had to change Will Young at the top uh, and bring Ratchin in to open the batting. So I'm guessing that Will Young will just come back in at the top of the order. Um, Ratchin will, will drop down to three and take Kane's place. And the rest of the squad will remain pretty much the same. If they need uh, extra spin options, which they may do at some stage, if Sodi can come in for maybe... Chapman, uh, maybe for Lockie Ferguson, we can go in with, you know, th- there are good options available to uh, to New Zealand, I think, with the, the seam bowling, if Southie's fit again, he can pop back in, Nisham can take that all-rounder role, so there's, there's good options there. Um, I, Tim uh, Tom Blundell's on his way over to, as a, a, a sort of cautionary replacement for Kane, and um, Kyle Jameson is, is here as well as a cautionary replacement for Tim Southey. So, yeah, there, there seems to be good numbers. I haven't been back in New Zealand for, for quite some time, so I haven't really seen a huge amount of the domestic cricket, but it does seem like there's some some good players. We've had decent uh, backup tours in the last little while. You know, there's been five, six, seven different guys have toured Pakistan that are probably on the fringe. So it does seem that we have a, a fairly good backup squad, and I think part of that too is around... Uh, been able to have those A tours uh, in the last few years that we probably didn't have a lot of, um, you know, in in the last eight to ten years. Having an A tour, allowing these guys to step up from first class level to the next level, has certainly helped. I think the Black Caps depth. Simon Dill, it's so brilliant to see our Kiwi succeeding on the world stage. That includes you as well. You're a champion. Keep being great, uh, and we'll chat soon. Absolutely. You guys enjoy France and hopefully uh, a good result next weekend.